0: We are presented by Winbet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at Winbet Eric Allen here inside the studio, joined by New Jet Safety, Jordan Whitehead. How has the adjustment been going? Coming back to the Northeast.
1: You know, it's been it's been pretty good. Um being in New York, it's uh it's a different like I'm from Pittsburgh. It's a little different, it's bigger, um, it's a lot more people, you know. The fan base is crazy. Um, but you know, becoming Part of this defense, just like what I've been getting used to um, with the coaches and, you know, getting used to the players. We've been communicating and trying to, you know, get on the same page. And I've been having a lot of fun, you know, with the guys on the back end and, um, you know, CJ and Quincy just kind of just running the thing in the middle. Uh, It's been real exciting just to see the similarities, um, the great defenses that we could be.
0: I love that you just said the fan base is crazy. What do you know about them and why are you already saying Mm -hmm.
1: that? Well, starting off my first event when we did uh draft night, I think at the stadium draft night, um, you just had, well, you had the Giants and Jets fans in the stadium, but how crazy like the Jets fans coming up, uh, how many people there were, um, just for that night, it was just like, you know, you get that in college, you had the little signing events during camp and all that thing, but it was a lot of fans and just a lot of people that knew who you were, especially for me and DJ sitting next to each other coming in new, uh, had a lot of love for us.
0: What do you think about the talent on the field that you've seen here this spring? Because you talked to the media not too long ago, and mm-hmm. you said this could be one of the best secondaries mm-hmm. I've played on in the National
1: mm-hmm. Football League. Oh, yeah, when I said that, I really meant it, just because um, the depth that we have here, uh, safety for sure. Um, and then just knowing the corners we had brought, you know, two corners in. Um, DJ Reed, who have been playing amazing the last couple of years in the NFL, and then you draft the player at number four, uh, Sauce. You know, it's just a lot of you got a lot of confidence with that. And then you have Bryce Hall got a lot of reps last year, a lot of good snaps. Um, it's just like just you feel good going in the game where you know you can have three solid quarters right now that that have starting um experience in yep. Bryce and then Sauce young guy, but he's ready to work. He's the fourth pick. He better be ready to, you know, play and he is. He's been showing a lot, um, been pressing guys up and making a lot of plays. So
0: What's the story behind number six? Because we were just talking about it before. I look at the defensive backfield now, and it's almost all single digits Mm -hmm. across the
1: board. Yeah. uh, So my favorite number is three. That goes back to when I was little, young, uh, little league, and then I got to college, and three was taken, so I went to nine. Um, So fast forward to now, upside down nine is a six. You know. So that's kind of where I'm at now. It's multiple of three. Um, I was 33, but I was taken. So it's just kind of sixes. I like six, too. So it's a good, solid number.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Look good, feel good, right? Oh, for sure. And and when you're taking a look at yourself as far as a photograph or maybe in video, we're putting up up some highlights. What do you think about the six?
1: I'm loving it. My friends hit me back home like, oh, yeah, you look good in the six. I'm like, ah, I I wish I had three, but the six has grown on me.
0: Yeah, and there is somebody who wears 33 here with the Jets, and that's Elijah Elijah Riley. Riley, Can you talk about – Not approaching him and going with a new number. So
1: I had asked him, but he said it was a childhood number, so I respected that. Um, That's kind of the feel I was going for with three, but I respect somebody that says a childhood Mm -hmm. number um, really means a lot to them.
0: Uh, Can you talk about the dogs in the secondary? You mentioned DJ Mm -hmm. and Ahmad. DJ seems like a real intense dude, Mm -hmm. no matter what's going to (laughs)
1: happen. Right, right, yeah. You know DJ after every play. He's correcting it or he's. I'm going to make the next play. Like That's just his mindset. Um, He shows it every day Um, and just watching him from the past, you know, I used to keep up with a lot of the DBs around the league and just, I used to see him making a lot of plays. Like he's like me, not a big, super big guy, but he's scrappy and he's, uh, he's fighting every rep.
0: Why is he effective on the outside? Because Jordan, most guys who are five foot nine Mm -hmm. playing cornerback in the national football league, you know, people are going to say, he's got to be an inside guy.
1: Right. Yeah. Just, um, you know, he got the mindset for sure, but then his quickness and his um, ability to just cover and, um, you know his finish. He, he doesn't give up on plays. Uh, that's gonna take him a long way. He understands the game. He's very smart. So that's probably helping him a lot too. Cause he comes to me with you know that's like safeties usually go to corners. He's coming to me, um, just every day with something new. So so CJ Mosley was
0: Mosley was sitting in the seat not too long ago doing a podcast and I brought up Sauce and he said well, we're calling him Ahmad. Yeah, and, yeah,
1: yeah. What, what do you what do you call him? So is <laughs> his name. Tell me they can play on Sunday. Okay. But, uh, but, but Sauce or Ahmad, he made a couple plays this past week. Um, and he's just showing what he's capable of doing. So that's his standard. And uh, once he makes some more plays on camp, he's going to get that that nickname Sauce from the whole team. So
0: maybe we'll start calling him Sauce. So you guys might call him Sauce week one against the Baltimore Ravens, September 11th, <laughs> in which will be a frenzied environment at MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium what do you like about him coming out number four overall selection? So he's going to have a lot of pressure on Mm -hmm. him externally. Um, but people talk about, yes, he's got swagger, but he's also soaking things
1: up. Oh yeah. That's one thing about him. He's, uh, he's very like football savvy. Um, he got that confidence. Just that's him. You look at him, you tell he got confidence, but, um, He's very knowledgeable, he's coachable. From um, me, I, I'm telling him something that I think, and he's, I got you, and the next play, he's doing it. So that's just from what I've seen. I know in, in the meeting rooms, I'm not with him all the time, but I'm sure he's just, he's soaking up information. The way he's playing, you could tell that he's been studying, um, he's picking up very fast.
0: What's unique about him in terms of, not just what he brings to the table physically, but mm-hmm. also the intangibles?
1: Yeah, yeah, um, well, like his size, Um. You know, a superpower, like they were saying, that's what Coach Salah says is pressing. Like, you get on the line of scrimmage, you get a guy on the line, you get up there and you press him. That's your superpower. Uh, so just, I would say for him, for that, that's going to be his advantage. You uh, know, he's going to do a good, great job of pressing guys up and just letting them know that this is his island over there.
0: Okay, so we know cornerback got a lot better here in the offseason. Safety, tremendous mm-hmm. facelift, and you're at the center of that. What do you want to say about this group that people don't know?
1: Right. Right. Um, So yeah, coming in, I didn't really um, know too much just about, you know, the um, jet safety play just from being with Tampa on my own team. Um, It was hard. And then when I got here, I started watching film and then I'm like, okay, Elijah's out there making plays, you know, Ashton making a lot of plays. I only had a lot of guys changing them, but those guys were out there the most. And I seen Ashton playing a lot and I'm like, he's pretty good. And then this week at camp, um, he's just been showing coaches and showing the players like what he's capable of. You know, he's having a great um, OTA camp, a lot of a lot of picks, a lot of production on the ball. And um, he's just a smart player. He does everything um, he's t- told to do. So what I think from these this guy, these guys is like they got a great coach. We got a great coach at M coaching us. Um, he's very hard on us, um, very detailed. And that goes a long way. Um, from when I first got in the league, that's been the main priority, just little details and M sticks on that all day, every day. He's the same person. Um, throughout the day and um, the guys that they have, Jason Pendock, I played with that mm. Pitt, my boy, he was at corner uh, and they moved him to safety last year. So I didn't really know too much about what he could do at safety. And then watching them now, being with him every day, watching film, uh, he's very smart and just, you know, he knows the game. And once he learns how to really just do the little things that being in that safety position instead of corner, he's going to take it to the next level. He's long rangy, uh, very athletic. And then Lamarcus Joiner, you know, vet in, vet in the room. Uh, he's coaching me up teaching me a lot of new things. Um I get to see him on film and I watched him in the past just, you know, being uh being older than me, I looked up to we got the same agent. So I really got to dial in when I was younger and watching him and uh the way he plays, he's like me, not the biggest guy. He's gonna hit you, he's gonna go after that ball. And he uh he plays man to man very good as a safe for a safety. Uh you know he's not safeties don't play a lot of man, but if you watch him, he sticks on receivers like a nickel.
0: Do you think that's a misnomer about this defense? I know he haven't Taking a snap under Robert Sala, yet, but everybody thinks San Francisco, Seattle, we're gonna play zone all the time. Right, where Sala says, "Hey, we play a little bit more man than you guys might think."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just from being doing situational football now, you will see a lot of man and uh, uh still mixing in the zone. They can do a great job of mixing the coverages up, though. But just on certain situations, you know what you're getting, you know where to run and. Uh, you gotta be ready to really play sticky man to man and um, lock down. You gotta have a lot of confidence playing man, and that's what um, you know we're growing at, um, getting confidence, and then you know taking our techniques and just proving them on the field. How much
0: can you and Lamarcus complement each other?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot. You know we similar players, and we could do similar things. You um, know when we get into camp more and find our strengths and our weaknesses, and, um, get to play with each other more, get chemistry, um, we'll be able to tell a little bit more, but. Just from talking, I could just tell how like cerebral we both are just, you know, being able to interchange that free safety, strong safety.
0: Yeah. Do you hate the term box safety? Because when people talk about Jordan Whitehead, yes, we know you can thrive in a box, right? But you just talked about being interchangeable with mm-hmm. Marcus and the Bucs did you use you in different situations. And I think that Robert Sala, Jeff Albrecht are going to continue to do that here. Mm -hmm. Do do you not like that term?
1: So there was a time where I didn't like the term box safety because it's like limiting you like, Oh, he's a linebacker. He can't cover. But for me, I pride myself in it now as, all right, I'm box safety, but yeah, I'm going to be the best in the run, best box safety in a run. And then I'm also be able to cover, um, you know, tight ends. And then last year I was flexed out a little bit on a, um, Z receiver playing zone a little bit. So, um, you know, I don't take, people say box safety, but if you watch the whole game, you would know that it's not just a box safety position.
0: You talk about the way TB used you last year and Todd Bowles, former Jets head mm-hmm. coach, the defensive coordinator in Tampa, mm-hmm. who's now the head coach there. And how did you develop underneath him?
1: Yeah, so he actually taught me a lot. Um, you know, just when he when they came in, that coaching staff, Todd Bowles, uh, he met with me and he he taught me a lot. Because it was the same defense that they ran here with the Jets. So I used to watch the Jets, uh, Jamal Adams. I used mm-hmm. to watch how he played, um, you know, the box safety position, a strong safety position. And Coach Bowles taught me run reads and coach would pull my safety coats, uh, give him a lot of credit, taught me a lot of safety reads and run reads like linebackers do, which safeties usually don't get to learn. And we we spent a lot of time with that. Um, so we worked together. So it was really, it was pretty big. And that's why we were probably the number you know, one run defense uh, a couple of years, just because of how deep detail we really were. And then taking it here, uh, I really feel like it's kind of similar. It's not the same eight man front But um, it's similar. You guys work together with the backers. Safeties work with backers. And uh, once you get all on the same page, it's going to make a dominant run defense. uh, I
0: I was reading about it. He said that – or you mentioned that TB said, I got to talk more. Yes. Was that natural for you? Because I've talked to you a few times since you signed, Mm -hmm. and you're a pleasant dude. Uh, People get along (laughs) with you in the building. You can see that. Your uh, teammates gravitate towards you. But – was that not natural for you at first?
1: So when I first got in the league, it was kind of more, I was, I'm like shy, just letting everything happen. Um, but when he got there, he, and walked through, talk, 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 if not running right back. Wait, like, what did you say, you didn't say anything? The redo, redo the play, kind of like that. So walk through in, in the film room to, taught me to talk more. Uh, so it definitely stuck with me. And every day doing walk through, I could just remember walk through him just, you know, behind me, moving me, just saying talk, and then stuck. It still sticks with me to this day. And they're big on it here, so I'm trying to get everybody in the room to get on that same type of communication level, when it takes you a long way.
0: You got to be verbal and communicate both on the field and in the classroom. But mm-hmm. this is
1: a new team, right? 25
0: years old, four seasons in the National Football League. New team, new mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself? absorbing a little bit right now and knowing that, hey, once we get to the summer and get through a preseason game or two, I'm even going to be talking more?
1: Oh, definitely we'll be talking more when I understand the defense completely. Um, right now, just knowing to become a great defense, you got to talk. There got to be somebody calling out every call, um, reiterating it, emotions. You know, you just got to keep on talking. So that, that's why I pride myself on, you know, first and 10, what personnel it is. I'm saying that every snap just to, just to let the guys know around me, like, giving them a little tennis up. Like, this is go on, and uh, it's helping me out. I say they give me the call. CJ gives the call. I say my rules in my head to tell their safety just so we're on the same page. And it, it takes you a long way. If I don't know the call, he knows it. It's going to help us out. Everybody knows we play the wrong thing. Everybody plays the same thing. They're on the same page. It could work out.
0: With that being said, Mosley's a Mike linebacker. How close do you guys have to be, mm-hmm. you
1: two specifically? Right, yeah. So, you know, if I don't know something because I'm new to this and he knows it, like the back of his head I'm asking him questions all the time. Um, it could be little things just like, do you want me to say, do you want me to do this? Just so, cause it's like, you know, he, it's his defense. he has been a part of it. Uh, so I'm trying to see like what he wants and he's doing a great job. Just communicating with me back uh, what he expects. And then I'm just giving my points into, and I just, I used to watch him a lot uh, with the Ravens, with Bama. Uh, I used to watch, so I know what type of player he is. I know he a smash mouth gonna run you down, hit you type of player. So uh, You know, I like that, and i just try to follow the lead.
0: You do follow the Mm lead, and you mentioned that a couple times. Who do you study in terms of your position? Mm -hmm. Safeties out there that you like, not necessarily running the same system, but uh, guys that you appreciate their game.
1: For sure. So for me, when I first, like I said, Jamal Adams, from studying that tape, his aggressiveness, um, to be able to take on blocks and get to the quarterback, tackles for loss, all that, I used to study him a lot. Buddha Baker, um just his physicality, uh his speed, how he closes on tackles. Uh, there's a lot of guys. Like I usually I love watching Troy Palomalu, um old tape, uh just the way he plays, you know, all around player, tackle interceptions, and then just another guy that I could go back to on my old team, Antoine Winfield. Yeah. Um younger than me, but just how he plays, uh um, detailed guy. Uh, I I enjoy watching him play.
0: The other thing that we haven't talked about is your effective rushing the passer blitzing mm-hmm. is that something you envision doing a little bit here oh for <laughs> sure yeah um
1: uh, we had a lot of blitzes down over at tall bowls, yeah. and um you know rick does a great job of you know disguising defenses and you're gonna get a free shot and uh just to show when we get pads on um really show the show the coaches what i can do and um that's probably one of my strengths uh you know coming downhill like that, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it.
0: Well, you're known as a big hitter. Um, I wanted to ask you, are there a couple hits that have stood out as far as your careers
1: to this day? So yeah, I, um, we played in the division with the Panthers, the Saints, uh, the Falcons, but the, my favorite running backs watching playing was uh, Kamara, and yep. it was McCaffrey. So I would every time we played them twice a year, I have a target, like a chip on my shoulder. like I, I need to get a good hit on them. So my best games will come against the Saints and the Panthers. And I would, I would, before the game, be wanting to get a clean shot, clean, safe shot on the running back. And McCaffrey and Kamara and I had a couple tags on them.
0: <laughs> and the game moves so fast. Mm-hmm. What's it like in that split second or half a second when you know you're going to have an opportunity for a big lick?
1: You know, it's, it's a great feeling after. Um, you stop them short. I had a couple of Mike Thomas third and short, hit them, start, start short of the sticks, get up. And, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. Uh, one thing I can say about those big hits, though, sometimes they, they hurt a little bit. You get <laughs> up, you got to act like they don't, you celebrate it, get back to the sideline, you're like, all right, that, that kind of, I hit him, but he, you know, I felt it too. <laughs>
0: How much are you guys stress and takeaways out here? Because you mentioned Ashton before, he picked up tune as many days mm-hmm. we're taping here in the spring. It's mid June. Uh with that being said, for this defense to go to the next level, uh get more takeaways. And then also from your perspective, when do you have to hold back from the hit and maybe say, hey, I got a chance to get, to the, get ball? the
1: ball. Yeah, that's a big thing in my game that I'm trying to uh tune up a little bit. You know, um that ball's an error. Defensive player mindset need to be go get the ball. Uh, sometimes you get so dialed in of oh, I'm about to knock this guy out. You um you don't pay attention to the ball as much. So uh, the ball gets you points. The ball gets you wins. So that's the biggest thing. And, uh, you know, having as many dropped interceptions as I have in my career, I'm going for the ball. How many do you, you uh, I – Oh, I can't even count. It's really? There's too, too many. That's too many.
0: Is that why you're playing on the defensive side of the ball?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, college, I was a running back. So yeah. I won't say I got any receptions, but I got, I got some tosses and things like that. <laughs> All
0: right. Listen, Tom Brady, you were a teammate of his. What did you take away from that experience?
1: You know, just really how to take practice like a game rep. Every every rep you get, you know, it's like he was so dialed in and so crited. Like he criticizes. You, it was it was I would say on his offensive players. He would really be hard on them if they didn't run the right route. Um, it was constructive though. So. I took that as, you know, it's not, it's just practice. It's walkthrough. It's walkthrough, but you, you need to pay attention. You need to be dialed in. The walkthroughs weren't walkthroughs. They were jog throughs, you know, and that was the first time like, I, I saw that on the offensive side. So it carries over here. They do it here too, but it was just, that was first new for me, um, how he just so detailed in everything he does. Team meeting, the head coach is talking about a defensive player and he's taking notes. So I kind of just took like, all right, maybe one day, he's or he's going to be playing against that guy. And now he knows his weakness, or he's going to be on the same team as him. And now he knows, like you know, so it's just little things like that. I paid attention to a lot of that stuff.
0: Did you ever get in his ear?
1: I talked to him, uh, asked him about just what he reads, um, what's his keys before the snap, and you know, he told us that he reads the safeties pretty much most of the time. It's the safeties he's reading, and uh, I just showed me that really, if you disguise and play around with the quarterback, it can mess everything up. So I'm trying to just implement that in my game a little bit more. Um, that's gonna come with repetition.
0: Let's go back to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. What's the connection with Terrell?
1: First cousin? Yeah, uh, he's just saw grandmas, through grandmas. Um, you know, at his draft, when I was younger, went to like high school basketball games, I remember going to his games, was at his draft party um, that night. So yeah. it was just like a lot, not a lot of memories when I was younger with him, but you know, he would be around, he was a busy guy, had Pitt going to college. Uh, I remember just asking for his practice jersey I picked 25 and I had that and I used to wear that like it was you know with the greatest jersey ever well it it is but (laughs) but it was just like little things I can remember growing up just watching them playing basketball football games Um,
0: how good a basketball player was Reef?
1: he was was real good everybody said that was his best sport at home Um, I don't remember I was just young I just remember like oh yeah he had a lot of um, I think he had a couple offers with basketball I remember him always dunking you know he had a great Great hops, great defense. To
0: be from Pittsburgh, El specifically, uh, can you talk about what the expectation is?
1: There's pretty much nothing to do there. It's sports, you know, it's football, basketball um, all day. And you, when you grow up, it's t- like little, our little league is like the Super Bowl. Like they take it so serious. My uncle was the coach. You know, he's arguing with other coaches after the game because it's just so serious. Like, And um, growing up, um, we're working out, me and my cousins, my three cousins, his dad's getting us up. We're working out, doing football drills, basketball drills, whatever season it is. And just that mentality, being from Western PA, um, it's, it's tough nose football. You know, it's cold out, it's snowing, you know, you're running the ball. Uh, really no, like in high school, we didn't pass too much. It's just, you running the ball, you tackling. So that's kind of just like my MO to this day. It's like, you know, if it's a run, I'm coming at full speed to tackle you. And if I'm a running back, you know, I'm trying to truck run you over. It's kind of just mindset there.
0: What was your favorite sport growing up? Was it always football?
1: It was ba- it was baseball, then I went to football. I, I started baseball young, but it was just too slow, too boring. And then I fell in love with football. I would say i would say pretty much when I got to ninth grade. When I was younger, I, I, I used to play and I was good at it. But when I got to like high school, I really, I really took it serious.
0: But you said the mindset. Like there was never shying away because there's, there's people, you know, they're good athletes, mm-hmm. but when they get around contact, things change. Right. There was never an episode for you when you were younger.
1: Like,
2: I don't know if that oh, felt no. good.
1: When I was five years old, my first year <laughs> ever, I was um, in between soccer and football. And I had, I had the Brett, Brett Favre chest strap, you know, the little, the week one, no, <laughs> yeah. no padding. And I was at, I might've been at corner and they had this big guy coming to block me like three plays in a row, hitting me. And I was like, you know what? My mom on the sideline. I was like, I'm done crying. Walked off the field, <laughs> went to my soccer game. I think my mom said I had like two or three goals. And I said, I, I quit that year football. And I sat out the whole next year, my uncle trying to get me back to play. And finally I came back when I was seven, uh, we won a championship and I just kind of like, I was like, all right, I'm playing football now.
0: <laughs> um. Known as a thumper, how much you pride yourself on setting the tone or maybe turning momentum. There mm-hmm. are times during right. games where it could be slipping mm-hmm. where you might say to yourself, Hey,
1: I gotta do something. Here. Right, right. So yeah, definitely before the game, like pre-game and then going into that first drive, I try to bring the energy. Um just the you know, it's 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 easy to start off slow. It's um it happens a lot. So you just need guys, they see that first hit early. It turns up the guys like just a defensive mindset. Somebody gets hit, everybody's hyped up, ready to go in. You get a quick three and out, it changes the whole game. So that's just my thing, starting off fast. That was our thing um, last year, starting fast. And that's just, it really st- stuck with me in practice, start fast. And, um, you know, you're going down and then you need a momentum switch and you get a big hit, uh, big fumble or something like that, it changes the game. Momentum's real. You watch NBA Finals now, like the momentum's real. It, it is definitely real.
0: How would you describe what this team is right now? You know, haven't won in a long time. Mm-hmm. Definitely has a lot of talent and new pieces like yourself. Draft picks, you got uh, free agents who've won in the National mm-hmm. Football League. How, how, what do you see here?
1: I see a bunch of guys, like this is from OTAs, the phase phase one. They work, um, you know, every day. There's not special team drills, they working. Defensive drills, offensive drills, they working. Um, weight room lifts are like it's it's like a college atmosphere the way the guys work um they take it serious uh like this OTAs we've been missing for a couple years so you I'm this is like kind of new for me too and then now I see it's like we're in season we're dialed in um you know we're doing drills we're doing seven on seven and it's kind of good to start this early because I'm just thinking about last year just working out on my own but now it's like they're actually getting better in football sense and i think these guys here like like you said haven't been winning but i think they got a chip on their shoulder and uh, i could see i see that the guys know that the pieces they have in this room i'm telling the guys honestly like we have the pieces like there's not a drop off from the last team i was at and that's just the truth from the guys working the guys making plays and um you know, I just I really believe in this team I'm going a long way.
0: What do you tell dudes when they ask you about playoffs? When they ask you about oh, postseason football?
1: Yeah, that it's, it's a different level. It's a, the intensity goes up, um and that's kind of like when I'm trying to get to this first game. Like you take that the playoff atmosphere, playoff mentality from the first game. You know, you can you can you can win a lot. Um, you just gotta take it one week at a time, and you take one game like it's a playoff game. You lose, you're done. Uh, you you know, that changes your mindset that changes how you work. And you know, that changes the outcome of the game.
0: We got a little bit of ways until it happens, but September 11th, Baltimore coming to town. Mm -hmm. You talked about that fan base. You talked to be uh, uh, about being around um, them. What do you think the environment's going to be like in my life?
1: Oh, it's going to be crazy for sure. Um, New York, September 11th, (laughs) first game versus the Ravens, Lamar Jackson coming to town. Um, you know you can't ask for him better than that. That's that's a, you know that's a definitely a uh, circled on my calendar. Um, I'm excited just to be with the Jets, uh, new team. I'm ex- I'm excited to be in New York. You know,
0: what, what about Week Four, Pittsburgh? Are you circling that one on your calendar? Oh, right, I'm
1: definitely circling that one. That's that's a hometown team. That's a you know childhood team. Uh, got a bunch of friends on that team too, and it's in Pittsburgh. A lot of family will be there, so I'm definitely gonna. You know play to my best ability that game.
0: Have you started hitting guys up for tickets yet?
1: I haven't. I haven't. Um, you know, my for me, my since I was in college, I don't handle tickets. My mom does it. Yeah. She, she's real. She's she handles a lot. She's the best mom, you know, out there. And uh I let her handle everything. At what point
0: did you know hey the NFL was realistic for you?
1: you no, know, I really always had that dream since I was since I was younger, came back and won the championship when I was seven. I had the dream of going to NFL, of course, Darrell being um, just, you know, family, and um, I always had that mindset, and that's just where I'm from. That's the mindset. Everybody thinks you're going to NFL, you know, and uh, when I got to college and I was at corner of Narduzzi, because Narduzzi put me to safety, I really had the first game, and I really decided, like, okay, I got to take this serious because this is the first step. You do three years here, that could be the first step to – going to NFL and um, kind of college is when I really got a first, like my first offers coming. I started thinking more, but when I got to college um uh, I really became like reality.
0: What's going to be next for you? You, you finished mandatory mini camp and then what are you going to do this summer? How do you get away? And then right, all, right. I'll also right, right. on the other side of the coin be like, Hey, it's coming. I got to be ready.
1: You know, qu- quick vacation, get it out the way. But now like having OTAs gets that, get your feet in the water, kind of like, okay, the season is coming up. You know, um, so now my mindset is on football. I'm like, I'm dialed in. I'm gonna take a week off and then I'm gonna get back to work. Um, just cause I know like what we could be special here. When the season comes, it's it's locked in. You're locked in for six months and you know, those wins, they count. And um, it's very, it's, it's your job, you take it serious. And I just think um, the last couple of years, you know, not being able to have these LTAs and coming in later, a lot of guys don't really put the work in that they need to. Just cause just you're at home relaxing, it's easy to, to be relaxed. And uh I don't know. I just feel I feel different this year. Being on a new team, being with these guys. I'm feeling uh feeling a great energy.
0: What's something we might not know about Jordan Whitehead, but we should.
1: Hmm, let me see. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with, when I was in high school, I had to gymnastics. gymnastics. Um, I just wanted to learn how to do a back back tuck, back flip. And then, you know, I got put in a class with a bunch of little girls in like kindergarten, first grade, and it was just, my mom thought it was the funniest thing. And uh, I took it for like a month and I was with those kids and like, I learned my back tuck, but that was just an experience that i go back to. That I'll never forget just the the type of time it was, like what I was doing at the time. It was funny to me, but now I look back, it was like, it was. It's kind of cool just to get that experience
0: yeah, maybe after an interception this like, year we might getting, be seeing a backflip it. right
1: yeah in the past so hopefully that's coming soon we're gonna be looking forward to that jordan appreciate the time had a lot of fun thank you i appreciate it